This week on the Young and Dumb Podcast, we have Austin, a video editor from Canada. The Toronto native isn't just any video editor, though. He's the multimedia coordinator at East Coast Lifestyle, the clothing brand. He gets to travel to the States to make dope content. He got his start as a blogger for music concerts, and he is involved into so much more. So this week, we will break it down and learn to edit with Austin. Energetic. In the content he puts out, he's able to capture a sort of energy in his photos and videos. Daring. He took a chance, took a flight on a limb, and it ended up paying off in huge dividends. Iconic are some of the people he's been able to work with, such as Post Malone, the Nelk Boys, and even meeting up with Gary Vaynerchuk. Thankful. Gratitude. He knows he is lucky to have the job he does, being able to make money doing the thing that he loves. And he also knows he worked hard to be in the position that he's in today. This week, we edit with Welcome everyone to another incredible episode of the Young and Dumb Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Gary. We are back with episode number 48. We're getting close to that number 50, almost there, almost at the year mark as well. And this week on the podcast, he's from Canada. He lives in Nova Scotia currently, and he is a video magician. Austin, say what's up to the people. What's going on, guys? We're so glad to have you on board with us today. Um, You have your hands on a lot of different things, and looking at your work on Instagram, it's incredible. So, We can't wait to get started in the young and dumb fashion. Let's waste no time. Get right into it. Let us know who you are and what you're doing right now. Hey, yeah. So my name is Austin Aramis. I'm a content creator currently based in Halifax, Nova Scotia, um, but formerly from uh, Toronto, Ontario. Um, Yeah, I make movies, to put it lightly, I guess. (laughs) Um, Always looking for something new to kind of get my hands on and uh, create um yeah the world's kind of uh open to to what i kind of take on and uh i never really limit myself to to what i can and, and can't do which is kind of the most fun i guess about all of that so yeah that's awesome so how did you get to where you are today you've worked for um for alex which is one of our previous episodes and how mm-hmm. did you end up linking up with alex that was um like do you want the the full big kind of story about that go for it okay so um i went to school in toronto um and we had this assignment uh that my prof kind of was telling us about and it was to interview a ceo of a company um and east coast lifestyle like a year ago was like kind of something i really looked up to and um still obviously do but uh something I looked up to and I looked up to Alex being, you know, just somebody who, who made, um, this whole brand based on, um, based on a, a school project itself. So, um, yeah, so I kind of played it safe when I was interviewing different CEOs, uh, thinking that I wouldn't be able to kind of get in contact with like Alex. Um, but I gave it a shot and sent him a DM, um, <laughs> over Instagram and, Oh, I'm just hearing a bit of the echo here. I think it's fine. Um, yeah, so I sent him a DM over Instagram kind of saying, hey, man, what's up? I have this school assignment that I want to do. 
um, is, is there a way you could help me out with it? Like maybe get on a phone call or something like that. And there was no answer from him because I was like, okay, he probably gets a hundred of these a day, you know? <laughs> so I kind of went on, interviewed a bunch of different people and still felt like I really wanted to interview Alex McLean because I admired the company and everything so much. Um, so I went on and, uh, and kind of reached out to him again, still no answer. So uh, there was a concert that I was um, kind of recapping. Uh, it was Ray Schremmerd and Lil Yachty. Um, and I made the kind of like a recap video, not for them, but for a blog. Anyways, um, I realized that he likes rap music as well. So I was like, hey, why don't I just send this to him and kind of see what he thinks? So that was the first uh, message I got back from him. It's like, oh man, like this is pretty cool. Like, did you do that yourself? I was like, yeah, for sure. So he's like, yeah, I'd love to help you out, man. Totally. So like, okay, cool. Let's maybe get on a phone call like tomorrow or next week. We'll figure it out. Um, and then I went home and I was talking to my, uh, my, my roommate, Drew, um, who, who is also a concert photographer. Anyway, he, he and I were talking about it and I was like, Hey man, like, why don't I just fly out to Halifax and go interview him in person and like have this video content, this like package of like what I want to kind of show people it's kind of better than like writing kind of I think so I pitched that to him he's like yeah man for sure come on down so I flew out there and um this like little 10 minute interview ended up being like a two-day kind of documentary behind the brand thing I did um so yeah that has like over a million views on YouTube now so it kind of like blew up uh just kind of like about the brand and stuff like that and then I was sitting, studying for finals on my graduating <laughs> year. And uh, he called me and he was like, hey, man, like, I really want to hire you for this uh, position uh, as a videographer, content creator for East Coast Lifestyle. Um, so I obviously was like, hell yeah, like, let's do it. <laughs> and he's like, OK, uh, we're flying out to New York to go interview um, Gary Vee. Uh, which was a really cool experience as well. And then that's kind of how that started to unfold. Um, ever since, it's been like a really great experience to get to work alongside people that like, uh, they like want to be there, you know, like they want to do what they want to do and don't really let anything get in their way. So it's been very eye-opening for sure. That's that. That's the long story. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's rich with a lot of great knowledge. Like we can tell from that story that not only are you incredibly talented, but um, you were able to meet up with um, two very very inspiring, very talented individuals, and uh, Alex and Gary, um, and were able to make something out of it, which is really really dope. But I want to touch on something that you um, mentioned uh, during the story uh, was your blog. Um, so I see that there's some steps before this. How'd you get into um, writing blogs and creating videos? Like where was your motivation right. and um, uh, your inspiration for all of this? So I've like always been into um, making little videos since I was like a little kid. Like, you know, you'd be sitting there with your brother and sister and like making these little skits and things like that. So <laughs> video's always been something I've been interested in doing. Um, I don't have my own blog. I was shooting four different blogs. Uh, that's how I kind of got into like the music kind of scene, I guess. Um, so honestly, the best way to do it is just shoot for free initially. Honestly, that's, that's the best way to showcase, I guess, your talent and kind of have something to show other people down the line. Um, that's probably the biggest thing I could say. And then 
you know, you just kind of ask these blogs, Hey, like, is it cool if I shoot this for free, get you some pictures of this show, whatever, maybe start smaller. You don't have to start with like G easy and post Malone the first time, you know, <laughs> maybe start with some local people just so people can understand and have like a better grasp of like what you can and can't do. Um, and then you obviously grow from that as well. So don't, don't always look to get paid the very first time you do something, I guess is, is the best thing. That's awesome. And so speaking on top of that, a lot of artists um, are told you need to work for free at the beginning, learn your craft, get your work out there. But how do you transition from working for free to getting that first paycheck, getting that first person to pay? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of tough. It's just one of those things you almost got to like, you just kind of got to go with the flow. If, 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 uh, if the company you're shooting for is like an up and coming thing that like has no budget for anything really. And it's, it's, that's maybe something you would start out with. Like you wouldn't go shoot for like Gucci initially or like Nike or something like that, you know? Um, so, I mean, like you have to work with like the level of people that you're, you have to work with the people that, that uh, are growing as well. I think when you first start out and that's not to limit you, like if something crazy comes along, like take it and just do it. Like don't make an excuse because, Oh, I'm not, I'm not what I should be all this stuff. So I, I think, I think uh, you just got to take, take your time with it. Like don't rush into things. Don't, don't expect to get paid for something when you're first starting out. Um, but also don't, don't do everything for free. Like you, you want to get, paid or like compensated for what you think your value is so like knowing your value i guess is is the best way to kind of explain that but um definitely i think starting out doing things for free is is the way to go Word. so were there any other bumps in your road um besides alex not uh calling you back or dming you back on your way to um east coast lifestyle bumps in the road um I mean, school. That you would, uh, tell someone else, say, you know what, this I didn't expect this to hit me, um, but when it came, um, I was prepared for it, and I want to warn others or uh, make others aware about things that could pop up along their journeys. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the initial contact is always the biggest kind of roadblock and the biggest thing that people tend to kind of sway from. So if it's you know reaching out to somebody like don't just quit on the first drive because they didn't answer just kind of keep getting at them that's not to say start with a huge paragraph saying hey like my name's so and so i want to do this for you i want to do this and this maybe start by like saying like yo or hey man what's up then it kind of slowly gets into it but a lot of people that i've talked to in the past at least have been kind of intimidated by like oh they, they don't care about me, man. Like they haven't responded yet. Like what's going on in my, sh I don't know if I can swear on this. Yeah, Am I bad at this? Um, or whatever. It's just kind of, uh, yeah. Like just don't, don't quit. I guess it's a cliche thing of, of saying that, but yeah, that's probably what I would say. Yeah. And it, that's, that answers. A, yeah, that's such a recurring theme, uh, for a lot of the people on our podcast, whether it was people learning about how to get um, an internship with Gary V or getting that specific DM to that one person. Like it takes multiple tries majority of the time. You usually never get it on that first try unless you're extremely lucky. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I want to touch upon kind of, I want to call it the turning point for you. You had to make a huge decision of wanting to fly out 
to Alex, to Halifax to go speak with Alex, right? What was going through your mind during that? Because that's not like a light thing to do. That's not like, oh, I'm just going to go take my car and drive 30 minutes to this other town over here. Like you're taking a flight to a different part of the country. So what was going through your head through that whole time? I mean, it, it was probably like one of the, the first times where I was like, like why not? Like I just kind of had like the why not <laughs> thing in my head. And it felt like, you know, okay, I'm graduating. Like this is the thing I've, I've always kind of looked up to, well, for a while at least. And I saw the opportunity there. It was just like a plane ride away. <laughs> so I think in those positions, you just have to like, just do it. Like <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's just something that'll just pop in your head. And if there's an opportunity to do something, like you just need to go full tilt and just get it done. Oh, and I've taken a look at your, um, your Instagram and it's glamorous, might I add. Thank you. <laughs> um, and you've gotten the job of being a content creator, um, for Alex right now. Tell me what that life is like, uh, beyond, um, the pictures or what people can see on Instagram. Like what is your, your day in and out? What do you get to do? What are some of the benefits? What are some of the downsides? Uh, let us, let us know it all. Yeah. So. I mean, the day-to-day is not like a regular office kind of desk job, usually. I mean, sometimes it is. Sometimes I'm editing or doing like flat lays in the studio or something like that. But um, on like it's it's honestly kind of like a roller coaster. Like it's not like it's not full tilt, like flying everywhere all the time kind of thing. There's like it's it's got it's like more in-office kind of chiller days as well. But you got to take that with, with the other stuff too or else it's just going to be, you know whatever. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, when, when we do get to travel, um, it's, it's pretty fun cause you get to kind of, um, get out of your comfort zone and like get new kind of, so I live in Canada, so I wouldn't be able to get the content that I would get in like Arizona in Canada. <laughs> so it opens more opportunity for like things like that. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of like, like what, what are you really looking for in terms of like, in like, in terms of like what, what I do in a day or like the kind of one side and the other side? What is like, like the what? life of a content creator? Cause we always hear that, that label thrown out, mm-hmm. thrown around a lot, but we don't necessarily right. know what like you do. You know what I'm saying? Like on a day to day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it goes from like, like when I am at home here and, um, doing whatever it's like i could be doing shoots for our lifestyle stuff or be doing you know more more so flat lays so stuff that you would see on like the websites and stuff like that so that's that's when it's more kind of basic um but then i mean uh alex like with him i get to go on a couple of the influencer things that he does so we did something last summer with gmc uh, the truck company and we got to fly to the calgary stampede which is in alberta in canada and uh, you know we got to live that whole kind of life ride horses be on trucks and then that's that's when you can get the, the really cool kind of footage you know um we just recently went to uh california and arizona we got to like fly a helicopter into like the grand canyon it was so cool wow. so like those those are the kind of like moments you can kind of be can kind of be a bit more like this is this is fucking sick like <laughs> you know what i mean but um 
yeah, I, I think, I think it's very important to realize that you can't be doing that 24 seven. Like, I mean, I'm sure there is people like that. If you're like Kai goes video guy or something, but like you need to take the basic stuff with the more extreme things in order for the more extreme things to be extreme. Mm-hmm. Finding that so, balance, right? Yeah, exactly. But being a content creator, I guess in a nutshell, is just kind of making things that, that you find interesting. And like, there's no right and wrong way of being a content creator, like being a doctor or being somebody of that sort of profession is more like, you know, it's, it's, it's like a nine to five kind of thing. I'm not taking anything away from that. Obviously that's, <laughs> I couldn't do it, but um, yeah, it's, it, it, it just gives you freedom to kind of do what you want to do, I guess, in simple terms. Dope. And a follow-up question to that. When you're on these vacations, not necessarily vacation, but these excursions, when you're going to all these places like Calgary, like California, yeah. are you still like technically on a job making and creating content um, doing things like that while you're there, or is it just pleasure instead of business? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's nev- like, you're always kind of on the clock for that, right? Cause you want to get all the good parts. And when you're in the good parts, you got to get on camera. So, um, a lot of people, when I say, yeah, like I'm going to California, it's like, Oh, you're so lucky. Like you get to go on <laughs> vacation. Like what the hell? It's like, it's like, yeah, for sure. But I'm always kind of filming the entire thing. So we just got back from Banff um, in Alberta, uh, which is kind of like a a snowboarding paradise, I guess. Uh, And uh, Aspen and stuff like that. Um, I just learned how to snowboard so I could, you know, (laughs) kind of videotape things. Like I was taking the sticker off of the bottom of the snowboard going up the chairlift, but I had to film everything. Right. So it wasn't, the most kind of chill thing, I guess, but I, I like doing it. So it's, it kind of, it's, it's kind of worth it. You know, but it is what totally do, worth it. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> what do people get wrong when they kind of hate on content creators in the way that they're like, Oh, these people just travel and they just do this and they get paid to travel. Right. But I know from just producing some Instagram content ourselves, like editing takes a crap ton of time out of your day. Totally. Like, can you like explain a little bit more of how much time it takes you to edit like on a little Instagram video or maybe even a full length video? How long are you, you actually putting into that? Yeah. I mean, I'd say that it's almost sometimes equivalent, like making a 30 second edit can be just as hard as or time consuming as making, you know, like a 13 minute edit. Cause you need to condense it. I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people don't really realize. So like, when you're making quotes for like something that's 30 seconds, it could be like pretty close to something that's like 13 minutes, you know? So it's dependent on like what, what kind of material I guess you're editing. If you're going to be doing like a montage of like a concert, that's one thing. But if you're going to be doing like a wedding, that's a totally other thing. So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of uh, something you would kind of figure out as, as like i i get it a lot like hey like how much do you charge for a video and it's like i don't know like <laughs> it, it, like it's 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 always different like it's it uh it's video, hard right? to explain sorry it depends on the video right exactly so i think a lot of people don't really get just how much time goes into editing but it is a lot for sure and it's it's the end product that you make and like being a content creator i think 
means you get to make the content, you get to visualize the content, and you get to edit it. So it's kind of like an all-in-one thing that I like about being a content creator. Um, I, it's just always your baby. It's your baby through the whole process. <laughs> so it's 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 kind of nice that way. But yeah. So, Austin, I want to take your entire journey so far. So we're talking back at the the con uh, the concert picture days and the blog days, all the way until now. We want to take that journey, bundle it up, and turn it into a loading bar. Yeah. So from zero to a hundred percent, where do you feel like you are right now on your loading bar? Jeez, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, loading bar. I don't know. I mean, like I, I'm, I'm 23 right now. I just graduated from university and I'm, I'm just, I'm just starting out. So, I mean, if you look at it from like my entire life on that loading bar, cause I started making like videos when I was a little kid. So I mean, I don't know, maybe like, maybe like 10 ish. I mean like okay. that, 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 that's a pretty hard question, I guess, but it's, it's just no, like, no, that's, that's a good number. I think, I think I think there's always room to kind of keep getting better and thinking you're higher on that pole of like being perfect, assuming a hundred is perfect or a hundred's like master. I think, I think maybe like 10, 20, maybe, I guess okay. is, is where I feel like I'd be at. I feel like there's still a lot more that I want to do and a lot more I want to grow on and uh, things like that. So. so tell me what does a hundred look like for you? A <sighs> hundred. That moment I don't think anybody can be a hundred. No, no. I, I, I think there's always. I mean, like you got to take, you got to take the things that are presented to you. But I feel like if you're at a hundred, like, like imagine sitting at a hundred. <laughs> it's like, what's what? What more do you want to do? Like, there's nothing more that you can achieve. <laughs> so I think, I think, it's almost worth knowing that you're not gonna be at a hundred. I think if, if the highest you think you can go is like 99 or high 90s, then you're never really losing that drive to like be better. I think that's super important. Definitely. So what's in the future? What's in store for you in the future? I don't know. I mean, like <laughs> the other thing with being content creator is like things can happen on the switch of a dime. Like I didn't think that I was going to be working on an East Coast lifestyle the day before I got, you know, the, the job opportunity. So it's just, it's, it's always a moving kind of, <laughs> kind of thing, I guess. That <laughs> doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it's just, it's, it's always something that's growing and it's always something um, where different opportunities kind of present themselves and, and you just got to be there to take them, I guess. Definitely. No, I, I can definitely see that because in the world that we live in, everything moves so quickly, especially in the, the world of the internet, right? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the totally. world that you're playing in right now. Mm, for awesome so now we get to move into our favorite part which is the deep thinking question so are you ready i think so <laughs> <laughs> if you thought that last one was hard you're you're in for it <laughs> here we go <laughs> all right so let's imagine 100 years from now you're 120 years old you've accomplished everything you've ever wanted in life but everything that you've ever worked on has disappeared but you get to pick three things that you want to be remembered for. What are those three things? Everything's disappeared. Mm -hmm. 
these are tough ones, guys. I, I, I <laughs> gotta give you what? credit for this. This is like, do you want to be a millionaire kind of thing going on? <laughs> um, I think I'd want to be remembered for, you know, like working hard, I guess is one of the, one of the things that I would say, which I guess is cliche, but I feel like in this industry, being a hardworking person, not like a lazy person is, is, uh, a telling tale. So I think that's probably one thing. Um, three, three things. <laughs> um, probably being good at what I do, I guess. Uh, and um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I like, I like when people can kind of look at my work and be like, Oh, that's really cool. And like, Oh man, like, did you do this? Like, it's, it's, it's a very satisfying feeling. So I think being remembered for your work is, is a big thing. And then, uh, the third one, I'd probably have to say third thing. Uh, I don't know guys. The third this one's crazy. Yeah. It's like, oh, the first one I work hard. Like the second one is usually like you're complimenting yourself on whatever you want to do in life and like you're good at it. And then the third one is like, hmm, do I be selfish with the last one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like I think I think I'd want people to remember like the the things that I kind of I guess teach people or like have the ability to teach people. So if that's, you know, never giving up on the things that you really want, then it's that. If it's, you know, um, strive for the things that you want, then there's that too. So it's it's kind of like, I think I'd want people to um, remember me for for the uh, the lessons, I guess, if you want to say that. I'm, I'm only 23. There's not much lessons. Like, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's probably that. <laughs> if, if, okay. if, if you want a third one there, then yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, the lesson, the lesson. I like that. I like that. So we're gonna stick around the same time frame. You're 120. You look onto your bookshelf, and you see your autobiography. You open that autobiography, and you take a look at the first chapter, which is everything in your life up to right now. What is the title of that first chapter? Figuring shit out. Okay. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm 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 still trying to you know kind of see where I'm standing, see see where you know the bar is. If there's a bar, I don't think there should be a bar, but like, yeah, I'm just trying to kind of get comfortable and sitting where I am. So I think I think uh, in the next like year or so, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be more comfortable and and where I'm kind of standing. But then that's when you can kind of go to the next level, you know. Yeah, start up that next chapter. We'll be looking exactly. for that book too. So awesome. Good. <laughs> So, so obviously you've lived a life that you probably didn't imagine that you'd be living right now, especially that day before Alex gives you that call in, in college. For sure. So what has been the number one thing that you remember now that you would have never dreamed of being in your life at the age of 23? I mean, the Gary Vee thing was really cool. Like just being able to shake this man's hand, like you see his videos all the time. Um, I don't know. I think just just being able to do what you want to do for a living, and like with the people and the brand that like you were looking up to like for so long, 
I guess. Um, if you if you'd want like an encompassing kind of thing, I'd say that 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 would probably be it. But I mean, like all the different things I've been able to do. I got to meet Martin Garrix when we were in um, Aspen for the X Games. I went to the X Games. I learned how to snowboard. Like. <laughs> kind of know how to surf but like we're still working on that <laughs> uh just like yeah just getting them make all the new connections and the, the connections with the people that i thought i never would have I, i'd say that that's well like not even just the people um just like they're like where they are on this loading bar that you guys are talking about like it, it it's just cool to like meet and talk to people that are um successful in, in what they're doing and uh hopefully get a couple ideas and a couple um things that they do yeah i don't know and kind of put it into my life and work yeah i mean i feel like that's what we're all trying to do you know meet people and then take it all in and then share with the world so moving on to the next question to us young and dumb is being young uh dedicated up and coming motivated and bold um, and it encompasses a lot of things beyond that, but we want to know what being young and dumb means to you. Being young and dumb. I'd say being young, young sorry, it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say being young and dumb is um, not being afraid to make mistakes. I think uh, a lot of people are kind of intimidated by that, that looming kind of like, oh, if I fail this, like, then what am I going to do? I think, um, and I'm, I'm still myself trying to figure that out. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's, it's just kind of going for what you want and not letting anything get in the way, like no matter what it is. Like I, I wouldn't have got on this plane if I was like, it's a lot of money. Like uh, I'm just graduating college. I, I can't, I can't sit here and afford a flight. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's doing it and getting that flight and worrying about everything else after because it it's all going to work itself out in one way or another, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have one mini question before I ask the final question. There's a final question. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so the mini question is, what did your parents think when you told them that you're taking this flight to go meet Alex? Um, did you tell them? Yeah, no, I, I, I did tell them like my parents have always been like super supportive of what I do since I was a little kid up until now. I mean, I, I remember telling them and they're like, I, 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 I told my mom when I was younger that when I would get my first Oscar first award <laughs> or something like that, that I would take her to the Oscars and she'd be my date and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that in itself just kind of um, just says says how much family means to me and how much um, trust they kind of have in me. Like they're they're always there to support um, through thick and thin. You know, like it's it's not an easy life being a content creator. Like there's 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 some bumps in the road and there's some things you have to overcome. But I think uh, family is always going to be there no matter what um, and always support your decisions, even if they're not the best ones, uh, they'll uh, guide you on the right path. So I think, I think that's, that's the best part. about yeah. that. And obviously that decision worked out immensely yeah, in your favor. Sure. <laughs> totally. Totally. All right. So before we ask the last question, um, where can people find you? Where can they connect with you? Um, honestly, the best thing is Instagram DM, I would say. Um, 
as I would say to anybody that is trying to get in contact with anyone, <laughs> Instagram is going to be the best thing to do. I'm sure Alex has talked about this as well. He's, he's kind of told me about this, but yeah, just like, you're not going to reach, I don't know, Skrillex or Kygo through email. Like it's just not going to happen. <laughs> um, there will be maybe an off chance that they're looking through their DMS one day. And like, I think Instagrams are, um, the best way to get in contact with people because that's their stuff. Like they're not having, usually having somebody else kind of control it. So I'd say that's the best portal, but yeah, in terms of getting in contact with me, I'd say Instagram DM is the best, but also email, which is on my, my Instagram too. So Instagram, 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 Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the last question, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. I thought I thought that was the question. Right, <laughs> okay. what, is a, what is a question that you wish that we asked you? Wow. <laughs> a question you wish I wish that you asked me. Um the question I get a lot is uh what kind of camera do you use? <laughs> That's probably not something that you guys would ask me. I don't know. Maybe like my favorite people to shoot concert wise. Maybe. I don't know. So who are your favorite people to shoot? Cause I saw there was a, a post Malone pickup there on your Instagram. Yeah. That's, that's all. like, usually that's through, um, that's through blogs that I shoot for. Um, yeah, my, my I think my favorite video that I made to date was the G Easy one that I did. Uh, that was really cool. It's just so cool getting to like shoot people um, in the media pit, and so like you're not getting blocked by some tall guy or somebody with like <laughs> big hair. You know, you're like right there, and they're like wrapping into your face through your camera, which is kind of cool. So um, I'd say that that was probably my best. my most favorite um thing uh i don't know if you know who majid jordan is they're like on with yeah so um that's another time i reached out i reached out to their manager and said hey like is it cool if i maybe like do something with you guys and he's like yeah for sure like i guess they were doing some sort of performance at uh rebel nightclub in toronto which is like a pretty big venue and uh I ended up doing the video for their last show on their North American tour. So I got to go backstage and like meet them, hang out with them. And just, it's cool to see how modest people are behind the scenes. Like you think that their stage persona is like kind of what they are, but that's not true. They're just like normal people. And I know you hear that everywhere, but it's, it's kind of cool to like see for yourself and, and get to meet these people that you see and listen to all the time. So I think that's, that's pretty cool. Dope, dope. And Austin, I just want to say um, from the Getro Grind Up and Young and Dumb community, uh, a big thank you for coming on to the podcast, dropping some Thanks knowledge. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, no, no problem. The pleasure is all ours, 100%. So Sweet. for everyone listening out there, if you, want to, if you want to learn a little more about Austin, you can catch him on our page at uh, getrogrindup.com or on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Getro Grind Up. We are back two times a week 
for the entire summer and for the foreseeable future. So stay tuned with us. We'll be back very soon. Uh, always remember, we are all young and dumb. And never forget, get your grind up. See you guys. Peace. Peace. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our podcast. Check out our website, getchogrindup.com, for every dumb profile and even more content. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Get Your Grind Up. And share a name as we spread your journeys. What doesn't kill you makes you dumber. Thank, Thank you, guys. guys. Peace. Peace.